Do you wish that you could own it all? Do you know who does own it all? Rockville Radio 7.77 is on the web. Each podcast we bring you interviews and music with a goal of lifting up the name above all names, Jesus, the rock of our salvation. Straight from the Rockville Radio 7.77 studio here in Southern California. Well, you know, according to visualcapitalist.com, so it's a website that uh, talks about billionaires, and I'm going to get the information for you right here. You know who is the richest person who probably, I don't know if you could say that he owns it all, but you might be able to say that. It's Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yes, the guy who is uh, connected with the Tesla electric automobiles, and the SpaceX uh, rocket. And, um, you know, he's a billionaire entrepreneur. And these companies are with, they deal with the cutting-edge innovative products, you know, the technology, the innovative technology of our times here. And uh, so... How much is Elon Musk worth? Well, he's worth $188 billion. So that makes him the richest person in the world as of this year. And uh, I don't know. Now, I know that they they gave credit for compiling this to, oh, Bloomberg Billionaire Index. That's where this website, this uh, visualcapitalist.com got all this information. So he, you might be able to say, like I said, that he owns it all. And we're going to be talking about that, about who owns it all. So let's uh, pause for a moment and uh, start with a word of prayer. Lord, I want to ask you to forgive me for my sins, Lord. And I want to ask that this uh, podcast today would be uh, able to reach somebody somewhere who needs to hear about you and about... uh, about the desires we have to own things, and or if we're lacking, if we're hurting, if we're needing, if we're in need, who we can go to, uh, who has it all, who owns it all. And Lord, we just want to uh, glorify you today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You know, I want to take a moment before we start the podcast here to offer my condolences to the family of Brian Devine, And if you've been listening off and on, maybe for a while, I know that some people might have been listening off and on since last year. Um, And I know the podcast touches lightly different parts of the world, Uh, the United Kingdom. if If you're in Britain, if you're in Ireland, if you're in Argentina, if you're in uh, Taiwan, or um, if you are in um, Africa, um, Germany. I know that uh, according to the platforms that this podcast is on, that it has touched different parts of the world there. And maybe perhaps you in the past might have been familiar with one of the podcasts that was done last year. It was called, I believe it was called Life Behind Bars in the United States. And the guest was Brian Devine. Well, Brian passed away, and um, he was a good friend. He was a very dear friend. He was a supporter of this Rockville Radio 
7.77 podcast. He was probably the most ardent supporter, one of the most ardent supporters um, that uh, this podcast has had. So again, I want to extend my condolences to the family of Brian Devine, who passed away in December of 2020. And uh, just so I'm so thankful for Brian's kind words, his encouragement, and his uh, his uh, help that he gave, his attention, his um, desire to listen to the podcast regularly and offer suggestions. So uh, he will be missed deeply. But uh, in honor of him, I just pray that this podcast can continue. Now, let's go back to the topic. I think this is something that Brian would be interested in if he were still here. And the question at the beginning was, um, do you wish that you could own it all? And do you know who does? And so we said that Elon Musk is the richest man in the world as of right now with with a net worth of $188 billion. And... um, And of course, that is built on, as we mentioned, that's built on the car company and the SpaceX rocket company, rocket building company. The car company alone, Tesla, the stock in that company is now worth $816 a share, which is an increase of 1,000% in less than one year. That's how much that stock has gone up. Don't you wish that you had invested in Tesla about a year ago? And um, his worth, Elon Musk, his fortune, his total fortune has risen 548%. And again, that's due to the car company uh, within the last year. Coming in number two as the second most richest person in the world is Jeff Bezos, whose value is $117 billion. And third place, oh, what an also-ran, what a poor guy he is, Bill Gates, uh, $91 billion. That's his total, according to this website, that's his uh, worth. So um, these are some very, very wealthy people who own... I don't know. I don't. Again, I don't know if I would say they own it all, but they. <laughs> you might consider them close to owning a lot, a lot. Um, Elon is, um, and the future looks pretty bright for Elon and his car company because uh, the government of the United States, I believe, I thought I heard in the news today that they're pushing within the next 20 years, something like that, for the gasoline cars to be gone and for all of us to be driving electric cars, probably smart electric cars. So would you say, and and again, like I said, I don't know that you would say that Elon Musk owns it all, but in light of, I know in light of what I own, which is not a whole lot, uh, and I'm grateful to God for owning a few things, but nothing like that. <laughs> he is in the uh, category by himself, and uh, 
you know, if you happen to go to that website and look at that website, visualcapitalist.com, they actually have the graph there. And you can see that they've got their faces on there. And Elon's face is, uh, he, they've got him up there close to $200 billion because that's where he's at. But my goodness, I don't know. He, he owns a lot. He owns a lot. But I want you to be conscious of this fact. Let's begin by saying this. Be conscious of this fact. God owns it all. Not Elon Musk and not Jeff Bezos and not uh, Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg or Warren Buffett, but it is God who owns it all. He owns it all. And we're going to look at some Bible verses here that back this up. According to the Bible in Psalm 50 verse 10, and you know, feel free to look these up anytime. Feel free because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw these out here for you to back up what I'm saying. Psalm 50 verse 10 says, For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. And then Job 41, chapter 41 verse 11. These, are, these specific verses right here are from the Old Testament. If you're not familiar with the Bible, the Bible is in two parts. The first part is the Old Testament. The second part is the New Testament. And the second part uh, came into existence at the birth of Jesus, who is our Savior and our Messiah. So Job, back to the Old Testament, Job 41, 11, God speaking, God said this, Who has given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. Did you hear that, Elon Musk? Did you hear that, Jeff Bezos? Did you hear that, Bill Gates? The Lord says, God says, who has given to him that who has given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. Look around. So here's 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 how I think we can interpret that. Just look around. Look around. What do you see? What do you see? Well, whatever you see, it's all God's. All of it. He created it, and he's never let go of the ownership of that. It's his. All of it's his. All of it's his. Including what you own, but we'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. So that's our first most important point. Now our second point. Be calm and remember this. Since God owns it all, he and only he can give you what you really need. Are you needing something right now? Have you lost something? A lot of us have. A lot of us have lost things during this time. And I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to make light of that. We may have lost, I lost a good friend here in Brian Devine, who, like I said, was a supporter of this podcast. He, again, he's been gone since December. I lost my mother um, about a year ago. And... Um, you have probably, you may have lost somebody close to you as well. 
or you may have lost a career, or you may have lost a job, or you may have lost your health. But be calm and remember this, since God owns it all, he and only he can give you what you really need. Philippians 4, 19, this is in the New Testament. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Let me read that again from Philippians 4.19. You can go look that up. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to give you everything you want, but he will give you what you need. Sometimes he can, he can give you what you want, but most importantly, he will give you exactly what you need. Matthew 6.33, New Testament again. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So don't worry. I'm a worrier. Sad to say, and, and I need for God to help me in that area, and I know he has been trying to help me in that area. But instead of worrying... Ask him for what you need. Be honest with him. Let him know what you need. Let him know what you've lost. And watch and see how he will meet your need. And so you have to do that through prayer and through humility and through thanksgiving. Um, Now, here's another point. We've already said... First of all, to be conscious of the fact that God owns it all. Secondly, we have said you need to be calm and remember that he can give you what you need if you are in a time right now when you're hurting and you are um, without a lot of things that you need. He can give you what you need. Third, be careful with what you own. Now, you are accountable to God for the things that you have. Now, this is a tough area because I know I can get very lax in this area. What God has blessed me with a lot of things, and I can be lazy. But it says this in Luke 16.10, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So this tells us God knows exactly, he knows our hearts, and he knows exactly what we're doing with the things that he's given us. We need to be very careful to take good care of all that he's given to us. Do I do that? No, I don't. I don't. Do I need to? Yes. I need to do a better job of that. And uh, here's a verse that'll help, help me and you. 1 Corinthians 4, 2. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. If you think you don't have much, you can lose what God has given you if you're unfaithful with it. Read the parable, the parable of the talents. That's Matthew 25, especially verses 26 through 28. Um, This tells, this is where you really find out that you can lose what God has given you if you are careless. Do not be careless with what God has given you. And I'm talking, again, I'm talking to myself. I better listen. Self, you better listen. Because Matthew 25, Jesus told this parable. He said in uh, 
verses 26 through 28, he's talking about a master who had given his servants talents. Now, it could be money. That could be real talents. But he had given each one a specific amount of, of, um, of talent or um, money to be responsible with. And then he left and he let them be tested. And the test was to see what they would do with what he had given them. Some of them had done well, but one did not do well. And the one who didn't do well, he said this to him. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So in other words, um, Jesus in this parable tells us that we are to invest what God has given us, what God has given, gifted us with. We should use that for his glory, and we should invest that, and we should um, show a return, a positive return. So this parable is telling you that this of these three servants, there were three servants in the parable, two of them did exactly what he told them. Two of them invested, and they produced a return with what they were given. But the third one did not. He buried, he buried what he was given and had nothing to show other than just what he had started with. And so the parable finishes up here by saying uh, the master, when he returns, says, so take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. So in other words, you don't use what God's given you. You, you are not, you are careless with what he's given to you. He can take it away. He can take it away. That's a big warning. That's a huge warning. We can lose what we've been given by God. We can lose it if we don't, um, if we're too lazy, if we're lazy and we're not, and we're careless and we're not faithful. Finally, the last point we want to make here is to be content with what you have been given. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6, it says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. And Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. You know, there's, um, of course, the wisdom that God has is um, unlimited. And it's hard to comprehend. But praise God that he shares his wisdom with us through his word. And he wants us to be blessed. And so all of these principles that I've shared with you are based on what he says about owning and desiring to own and being careful with it. Finally, in this final category about contentment, being content with what you have, being happy with what he's given to you, I thought of a book that I read a couple of years back called The More of Less. And this is by uh, Josh, Joshua Becker. 
he is a person who is a minimalist. And Josh's book, The More of Less, is subtitled, Finding the Life You Want Under Everything You Own. So in other words, Josh is saying in this book, you can be happy with less. He says on the, on the back cover of his book, it says this, don't settle for more. Most of us own too much stuff. We feel the burden of our clutter. We tire of cleaning and managing and organizing. The toy room is messy. Drawers won't close. Closets are overstuffed, and we can't fit our cars in the garage. Evidence of clutter is all around us. Even worse, this constant accumulation of stuff slowly begins robbing us of life. It redirects our greatest passions. It steals our greatest potential. It consumes our limited resources, and it distracts us from the very life we wish we were living. Live a better life with less. I encourage you to read this book. I encourage you to be happy with what you've got. I encourage you to know that God owns it all. And to go over it one more time, the main points, be conscious of that, that God owns it all. Be calm. Remember, since he owns it all, he can give you what you need. Be careful with what you own. You're accountable to God for what he has given you. Be content with what you have and take good care of it. And if possible, well, it is possible. Settle for less. That's more. Lord, I thank you for this time of um, looking at how you own everything and you're willing to bless us with whatever we need. I pray for somebody now who doesn't know you, someone who's struggling in this area, Lord. They may be deeply in debt. They may be deeply in need. They may have nothing, um, but they but they may not know you, and they may not know you at all, Lord. And in you, they will find everything that they need, Lord. So help that person to repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I want you to be my Savior. I want you to take control of my life, and I want to find all my satisfaction in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus taught us how to pray. This is what we should say. A Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your holy name. Asking it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. This is how you pray to the Lord. Jesus taught us how to pray, to ask for our bread every day. We must ask God to forgive us and forgive the same way. Asking it will be given to you, seek and you will find. Knocking the door will be open to you, 
This is how you pray to the Lord. Thank you. 